0: Welcome, welcome everyone. We are so excited to be here today and we have a special guest for you. I am so excited to introduce her. Today we have Lindsay Marino and Lindsay is actually a psychic medium. She has a, she's a podcast host and an author and she became a certified spiritual advisor through Lisa Williams International School of Development. And she also studied with world-renowned psychic medium, Tony Stockwell and Mavis Patilla. And wow, so really cool. She's got some great background. She also is a number one Amazon bestseller of 356 Days of Angel Prayers. Oh my gosh, I have not read this,
1: so I'm super excited. So Lindsay, welcome to our show today. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk with you. So you
0: have a really strong backstory of how you actually got into being a psychic and a medium in your life. So tell us where you started and kind of give us that journey.
1: Okay. So for me, actually, I always thought that I was going to retire as a third grade teacher. I grew up Catholic. I never knew what a medium was and thought going to a psychic was a sin. So for me, I was really into angels and saints and the Blessed Mother. Awesome. Can you tell me what a medium is? Because I have listeners
0: that might be saying the same question. What is a medium?
1: Yes, definitely. So a medium is a person that actually is the connector between the physical world, humans that are here, and then those that have passed on. So it's almost like I'm right in the middle between the heavenly realm and the people that are physically here. So I just relay the information that's coming from the spirit realm. I love that. I love it. Okay. Continue
0: on with your story. I just want to make sure and clarify that for the listeners.
1: Yeah, that is a good thing because that that actually is a common question that comes up. What's the difference between a psychic and a medium? Right. And and a psychic more or less connects with the person's energy that you're Mm -hmm. talking to that's in the living So I thought that I was going to be retiring as a third grade teacher. I went to University of Tampa in Florida for my undergraduate degree and my graduate degree for education. And I moved from Boston to Florida to go to college. Wow. Um, Yes. Yes. A huge move. And I actually, I was, since I was a little girl, I was very sensitive to just people's emotions. And I remember when I was a little girl, I used to give advice to adults when they wanted advice and they would come to me and ask, ask for advice, but I never really thought anything of it. It was very natural for me to give advice, but I was also really observant too when I was little and had a lot of outer body experiences, but I didn't really think anything of it until 2007. And that's when everything shifted for me. When happened in 2007? So in 2007, I had just graduated from University of Tampa and I had plans um, for my future with my boyfriend, Nick, at the time. And him and I, we both went to UT. And in 2007, on August 21st, we were supposed to meet to babysit for a family friend. And I was waiting for him to show up. And I thought it was really weird that he wasn't on time because he always was on time. And he didn't pick up his phone. And finally, when I kept on calling, a state trooper picked up. And he told me that he had passed away in a motorcycle accident.
0: My goodness. So So what do you do at that point? You're, I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah. In that moment, when I was on the other end of the phone, You know When they say that when you pass away, your life flashes before your eyes, that's actually what happened to me in that moment. I started to replay situations that we had gone through during that moment when I was on the phone with the state trooper. I thought, no, this can't be. I I at least can go to the, the hospital and pray for him or be there for him. But there was nothing other than, no, he passed away. So when that happened, my whole body went into shock. I really, from there, I, there was nothing because it was almost like you have these plans, you know, and you have things going on in your life, and something shifts, mm-hmm. and you have these big plans, and everything flip flops. Your life is over. I felt like a part of me died that day with him. It definitely did. So, yeah, I was just going through the motions of life. It, the odd thing about it was a couple of days before he passed. He passed on a Tuesday, and on, on that Sunday was the first time that we went to church together and the whole mass was about what happens if someone you love dies and how would you deal with it? So we had a conversation about that before he actually passed. And that conversation actually really helped me continue doing the work that I was doing. And it was the second day that I was teaching the third grade that he passed. So Okay, I so left. Weren't, you
0: weren't actually doing the psychic or medium at that point. You were just oh, a...
1: Right. Okay. I was a teacher. I, it was my, my second day of, of starting that third grade teaching position, being the first time teacher. And I had just seen him that day. And that morning, I was rushing around because I was actually running late. And I remember him pulling me back and he said, wait a second, just breathe. I, the last thing I want is something to happen to you. And that was on the way to school that I was going to be driving. Little did I know that it was going to be him that something would happen to. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because sometimes it feels like it was 20 years ago. And then other moments, it feels like it was yesterday. But when something big like that happens in your life, really everything changes. So that was the start of everything igniting for me was when he passed.
0: Okay. So... Did you have an actual experience
1: with him then? That yes. That kind of that? Yes. So I would feel his presence. I still feel his presence. I'd feel him around and I remember praying to him and saying, if you're really here, send me a sign. If you're really here, do this. And that kind of conversation came up because there was a moment that I had a dream. It was actually a visitation from his soul where I saw him and he said, you're not going to see me for a while, but I'm still going to be around you. And it was so crystal clear. And I remember thinking, I want to talk back to him and ask more questions. But it was just, that was the message that he gave me. And I did see him at the foot of my bed in another situation too. And then I had a lot of signs that came forward. So many, so that each prayer that I said would would show up. And I said, Well, if this is really happening and I'm not going crazy, then send me a psychic medium to confirm this. And that's actually one of the pivotal moments that came up. A skeptical friend of mine, his name's Devin, he went out to lunch for a business meeting with a man that actually connects in with past loved ones. And they were having a business meeting because the man was a lawyer and was helping with hurricane victims. And my friend was a website designer for him. And it was just, it happened to be that his grandfather, after he passed, he was connecting with past loved ones. And that's when my boyfriend at the time, Nick, came through during their lunch meeting. And it confirmed oh, so things.
0: What does he say to him at that point?
1: So he, he actually came through. And one of the things he said was, it, my friend had a memory bracelet. I had made motorcycle awareness bracelets For people, after he passed, passed, I made those motorcycle awareness bracelets, and I I started a motorcycle foundation. I love that one. Yes, and I was doing that, and my friend had the bracelet on, and the person that was giving the messages, his name's Jason. He started to pick up on Nick and said, you know, his girlfriend is a teacher. And his girlfriend saves notes in a shoebox in the closet. And his girlfriend lights candles and just said different things that I was doing that nobody knew. And And so did this friend of yours know that you were doing that? No, because I wasn't leaving my apartment other than going to teach. I didn't really want to be around anyone. So, and I had just said a prayer, send me a psychic medium. So the friend of mine called and said, I have something to tell you. And I said, I know it's about Nick. He said, how do you know? I said, I just know. Tell me over the phone. He said, I can't tell you over the phone. I have to come in person and tell you. And that's when he had a notebook paper with things that he wrote down.
0: So how did he know it was Nick? Because you said he didn't know you were doing that. So how did he actually know it was Nick?
1: Because the man that was giving him messages that Nick was coming through uh-huh. kept on picking up on the friend that had passed. So the bracelet that was on his wrist, Uh huh. they started to make conversation about this bracelet. Okay. And immediately he started to get flooded with information from so, Nick. Okay. Oh, wow. Yes.
0: This yes. is amazing. So now you've got this friend that calls you and you're going to find out what this medium is saying. You already know that that's what he was going to say, because you kind of asked for that sign. Oh, I bet you're, you just probably had goosebumps everywhere. Just the thought of, oh my goodness.
1: I did. And it was actually those moments, those, that confirmation, knowing that there's life beyond what we can see with the human eye, because I didn't know what was going to take place after he passed. I just knew my life was over as I knew it, that that was, that was something that I had planned with the future to have with Nick and then all of a sudden everything flipped so the things that actually got me through the moment was receiving this evidential communication with Nick uh-huh. and it was really interesting how it all has unfolded over time
0: so can you share with us what he actually shared with him
1: yeah so one of the things that he shared was the one thing was about the shoeboxes the shoebox with the letters inside I had said a prayer that I wanted to smell his cologne, and I didn't actually smell the scent of him, Nick, when he passed, but the man that was giving the information, his name's Jason, mentioned that Nick was bringing up his cologne and talking about the cologne and went into detail about his cologne. Now, my friend, it didn't make sense to my friend, but when he said, she's a teacher, that's when immediately he said, I started to listen. My mm-hmm. friend Devin, because at first he thought, "Well, this, this could be anything that's coming up." But right when he said that I was a teacher, he knew that he needed to start taking notes and writing things down. The other thing is, is he was saying that he wanted me to get out with my friends and stop staying inside, and he was trying to pass on the message through my other friend to get me to go out, because mm-hmm. I was staying in. Was worried about you.: mm-hmm. So it was really interesting, the things that came through. So from there, I actually reached out to Jason, the medium that was giving the information, and we became friends over time. So he gave me readings from Nick and messages. So it was confirmation from the things that I was receiving from Nick. One situation that comes up that stuck out too was, I remember it was right before my birthday. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be the worst birthday because Nick wasn't there. And at the end of November, so my birthday's December 8th. At the end of November, I got something in the mail, and it was a box of chocolates. And it said, Happy birthday, love swatch. There's like a watch company named Swatch. Uh-huh. So I thought, this is so interesting. I've never yeah. been to that that watch company. And I called over the phone to Godiva chocolates and said, I, I got this delivery, but I have no connection. It isn't something that I'm connected to. Like, this isn't for me. And they said that was, there was an error, but just keep the chocolates. So it was very interesting because these things, these synchronistic things kept on happening to me. And I knew without a doubt, I had goosebumps from head to toe, that somehow it was directed to me from Nick. And they so can he actually do that. these things because he knew that they were things that you loved. Things that, just to acknowledge the birthday. The birthday, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So what else
0: did you receive besides that? You said there were other things?
1: I'm trying to, there's so many. Wow. Another thing, I receive hearts a lot. So Mm -hmm. what happens is is I'll get nudged to see hearts in puddles or there was a a note, I wish I had it beside me. I was going out to the movies with his brother in St. Louis because that's where Nick is from. And I was just talking to him. I said, oh, Nick would have loved this movie. I wish he was here with us. And all of a sudden I get nudged to look down and there's a perfect heart puddle. I have a picture of it someplace on my Instagram. Perfect heart puddle. And beside it was a business card in the grass next to the pavement. And on the back of the business card that was faced up, it says, when love takes over. Oh, Oh my goodness. And
0: yeah, you're just like dying right here, I'm sure. Wow. So,
1: so these types of things would happen. And I did a lot of automatic writing. And for those of the listeners that aren't sure what automatic writing is, it's just that channeled writing that you can do. You kind of move out of your own way and allow either your higher self or a past loved one to come through and write through you. So mm-hmm. I was writing back and forth. I was writing in a journal and then Nick came through with writing after and your wow. handwriting actually Is there a changes. Is preparation
0: that you do for that to actually do I that just, writing?
1: I set an intention, but first I actually didn't set an intention. I okay. do set an intention now if I want to communicate that way. But at the time I was just writing in a journal, writing, mm-hmm just writing, sharing my thoughts and feelings and writing a letter to him. And then all of a sudden from that, I felt this information flood through me and I felt him come through and write back to me. Oh, oh. so what did he write? There were several journal entries, but a lot of just things are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big thing. It wasn't anything elaborate that I didn't know i guess at the time i didn't know it was going to be okay but that was that was one of the things that i felt like the essence of the messages were things were going to be okay and and things that he needed to tell me that he wanted to share with me again you know wow. so it's awesome. interesting how that that kind of process can unfold mm-hmm. and because of these situations because i felt healing during this moment of receiving the signs and the messages that were coming through I wanted to be able to help other people. So that was my big thing was, okay, I'm receiving this healing. I'm feeling that there is love from the other side. Love doesn't die. It continues on. That's when I thought I want to be able to help other people. And that's when I started to take classes to learn how to really fine tune this for other people and connect in with their past loved ones too.
0: Wow. And obviously you already had a gift you just were able to use that and intensify it, I'm guessing, stronger.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like all of us have the ability to tune in mediumistically. They do. Um, mm-hmm. Some mediums would totally disagree with me and they would say, well, you have to be a natural born medium. But for me, I feel like it's just a frequency away. It's almost like mm-hmm. turning the radio station and you could turn into either your intuition or you could turn to the spirit realm frequency. So I think that looking back on my childhood, I realized that there were sensitivities that were there. I also feel as though there's a lot of kids that may be sensitive when they're children. We kind of can censor ourselves over time. But I've noticed a lot of my mediumship students, they share with me that there has been situations that came up that they remember connected to their childhood about the sensitivity but then they blocked it. They just right. shut I it down. Right.
0: I think there's a lots of kids that actually have that ability and through time and through, you know, our experience in life and, and so many things are saying, oh, that's not real. And so they kind of cut that off. And so right. then they assume that it's just by chance or whatever. And yes. I totally understand that. And I also agree with you 100% that we all have it. It's yeah. just, you know, utilizing it and, and really just like tapping into that energy. I'm also a Reiki energy healer. And so I do that as well. And so I kind of yes. get what you're talking about. And, and I yeah. tell people that too and, and teach people that they have that ability just like you do. So tell me yes. a little bit about your business because you, you have something special that you have to offer our audience as well. Is that right?
1: Yes. So there's a bunch of different aspects to the business. Um, it started where I was mentoring students to tune into their intuition. And then it evolved from that. And I created a program for mediums too. They're brand new mediums, people that are just discovering how to navigate through this. Maybe they get a, a few messages during a Reiki session, or maybe they're a hairdresser and one of their clients brings up a past level one and they get information that floods through, but they don't know how to direct it. There's so many different students that I have from all over and there's different situations that come up in their life and they just want some sort of direction. So I have unlock your inner medium, the foundation level. And then I have a program it's called the next level unlock your inner medium, the next level. And it's for mediums that have given readings before, whether it's paid or not. And I help create a safe place for them to practice So those are two. Great, great. So, but did you have, it looked like you had a free opt-in for something? Yes, I do have an unlock your intuition and 30 minutes opt-in. So that, yes. So that one is, um, it was actually a webinar that I did and I teach you how to really pay attention to the nudges in your life, whether it's your relationships or business whatever it may be, there are ways that you can tune into your intuition. And I think intuition can get a bad rep sometimes because there's so many times where you can shut it down because you're afraid of getting bad premonitions, but really it's what you focus on and you can actually see beautiful messages and signs throughout your life so that... You feel that that guidance where you don't feel like you're alone and you're kind of waffling it often in nowhere to be found. You don't know where to go, but when you tune into your intuition, you actually can take the time to have faith and know that there's always signposts. We just need to be come aware and tune into that frequency. I love that.
0: Well, I appreciate Lindsay you being here today and sharing this awesome message. And we are going to extend this to another session and we're going to talk a little bit more about the love part, that connection and how it just keeps going on. So tune in for that later, you guys, it's going to be good. And also I just appreciate you and being here today and I just want to thank you and it, do you have a, a website or something to yes. connect to?
1: Yes, lindsaymarino.com And you can find free resources on there and information about my podcast and upcoming
0: classes. Yes, and her podcast as well. I'm excited to check that out too. Well, awesome, Lindsay. Thank you so much again. And we look forward to having you back again and sharing the rest of your story. Thank you. Thank you. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow.